0: Exploremore presents a reading from Strangers Like Angels with a devil or two to boot by Alec and Jan Foreman. Chapter 27. Such a beautiful land. 23rd to the 25th of September, 1977. Afghanistan. During the day, we drove 110 miles up in the mountains, down to the valleys, everywhere having a magnificent panorama. Shepherd boys watched out for their families' flocks of sheep and goats. The nimble animals searched the mountainsides for tufts of coarse grass poking out from the clefts in the rocks. Farmers in the valleys harvested their crops by hand whilst their women wove cloth on looms outside their homes. Turban horsemen rode by on their sprightly steeds. Camouflaged mud and stone villages were tucked away in the dips of the land. The naked hills of rough browns, beiges and coral-pink shades of earth gave way to dark green-leafed trees and golden-yellow corn that grew in the orderly and well-managed farmland below. We took a break at a cafe in the town of La Losa Jungle, where we had a glass of hot black tea and ate bread. As we sat relaxing, they drove by many jeeps belonging to United Nations and Save the children. Perhaps they were on their way to the official opening ceremony of Chakharan Hospital. The Land Rover was only doing nine miles to the gallon as we drove along the soft, silky, sandy tracks that produced a cloud of dust from behind us. We took it in turns with Jean-Luc and Martin to lead the way. When following, we kept a good distance behind to ensure we could actually see the terrain that we were travelling through. That evening, we parked in a fallow field and were glad that only a few villagers came by, as we were all exhausted from the rigorous drive of the day.
1: "'Happy birthday, darling,'
0: said Alec, with an early morning kiss, when he handed me five birthday cards as we lay snug in bed. "'Imagine my twenty-sixth birthday, and there I was in Afghanistan, on a fascinating and challenging adventure.' With delight, I opened my cards and read loving greetings from our families back home in England. I didn't feel homesick at all, but was very happy that they had remembered me. We planned to visit a very special location during the day, but our intended early departure at 7.30 was thwarted when Jean-Luc's Land Rover failed to start. The longer we travelled with this couple, the more grateful I was that Alec was an experienced mechanic and understood the workings of a vehicle. Fortunately, up until then, our Land Rover had not had any serious engine problems. This was undoubtedly due to Alec's daily checks on oil, water and so on, plus regular maintenance, changing the air and oil filters, etc. On the other hand, Jean-Luc, who probably was an excellent schoolteacher, only knew how to drive his Land Rover and where to put the fuel in. Consequently, their vehicle was liable to cough, splutter and die from time to time. So Jean-Luc and Martine appreciated that we were driving in convoy. Alec hoped Jean-Luc was picking up some useful maintenance tips for daily and future care of their means of transport. The two men leaned over, peering into the engine of the ailing Land Rover. Alec guided Jean-Luc on how to troubleshoot and repair the problem. Shall I put the kettle back on and we'll have another cup of tea, Martine? Oui, oui, bien sûr. I unpacked our folding chairs. Martine and I sat down, drank tea and enjoyed the quiet interlude by writing letters home. In the field opposite, the men were busy harvesting the wheat. Another two came by, leading their donkeys which were dragging along heavy logs tied by ropes to each side of their girth straps. The pleasant aroma of the cut corn was accentuated by the fresh fermented grassy whiff of donkey dung. I breathed in the rural smells and was reminded of days in the English countryside as a teenager riding my horse Amber. After two hours the repair was done, so we set off and continued to enjoy the drive through the farmed valleys. Mud brick built villages with tall green and golden trees were surrounded by the rugged Hindu Kush mountain range. At the town of Yakolang we stopped, and I bought seven mini loaves of bread, six eggs, two pounds of tomatoes, and a dozen apples. vite vite Jean Luc called us all to get a move on.
1: Well, I hope Bandy Amir and lives up to Jean Luc's expectations.
0: Alex said as he and I climbed back into our Land Rover. Yes, he has these landmarks etched on his mind and he's dying to see them, I responded. We've certainly benefited from all his research. First there was the imposing Minaret of Jam, so tall with fabulous creative artistry all over the tower. How they built that in the 12th century, I can't imagine. As we record that wonder created by man, We drove another 30 miles and the altimeter needle indicated the track had climbed to an elevation of almost 10,000 feet. We came to the brink of the road and there displayed before us was the majestic Bandiamir panorama created by God. A series of six lakes of descending height with water cascading down from one lake to the next and the next. Crystal clear sapphire blue water against a background of soft creams and brown rocky hills and pillars. Natural dams of travertine, a form of limestone, separated the terraced lakes. Jean-Luc was grinning from ear to ear when we saw him, after we parted the Land Rovers on a jutting-out promontory of rock that overlooked the lakes. C'est magnifique, n'est-ce pas? he said. Oui, oui, mon cherie, c'est formidable, agreed Martine as they stood arm in arm, gazing in wonderment at the glorious vista.
1: Come on, let's go for a walk,
0: Alec called to them, as he and I set off along a windy footpath that cut down through the soft rocky pillars surrounding the lakes. The rock surface of the natural dam shimmered in the sun as the water flowed over, highlighting its beauty. Trees grew between the lakes and the reeds and tall grasses swayed in the breeze. The snowy white sandy beach leading to the water invited its visitors to come a little closer. This was a tourist attraction for sure, and some distance beyond were a couple of basic hotels and restaurants. As a birthday treat for me, we all hired horses to ride around the lower lake. It was a tangible way to connect with the breathtaking landscape. I was thrilled to go for a ride, and it must have been the first time that i had seen Alec on horseback. He did okay. His horse was very slow, but he did manage to jolly him on and canter a short distance. Mine was high-spirited mare, which suited me well. The saddle was a wooden frame that straddled the horse's back on top of a thick folded blanket. A tired padded cushion separated one's rear end from the wood frame. The ride was only an hour long, so the discomfort was bearable, and well worth it to bask in the spectacular location. Still up for exploring more and always wanting to see what was around the next corner, Alec decided to go further. He wanted to drive up the rough track that climbed beyond the highest lake. We headed up the hill alone, as Jean-Luc and Martin chose to relax by the lake near to their parked vehicle. The track took a direct route following the curve of the hill and the lake was immediately down on our right. Very soon we realised we were on a perilous route when the track was no longer flat but sloped away to the right. Gradually, the vehicle began to slip down the steep bank towards the water. Alec, we're going to tip. I'm getting out.
1: Don't you dare. If you abandon ship, we'll definitely going over.
0: He gritted his teeth as he quickly put the gear into four-wheel drive and accelerated sufficiently to carry the Land Rover forward. He turned the steering wheel steadily leftwards as the wheels turned and climbed tentatively toward the top of the hill. I hung on for dear life, holding my breath as I prayed to God that we would make it. The land drove a ground on up the crest of the hill, where fortunately there was a handkerchief-sized piece of level land on which to safely stop and park. I jumped out. What on earth do you think you
1: are doing? Me? What about you? Ready to abandon me? That's really encouraging.
0: Why do you always have to go that bit further? Look at Jean-Luc and Martine. They're content with the view down there. Alec, it's never enough for you.
1: Well, if we've come all this way, I want to see all I can.
0: So, how do you propose we get back down? I don't see any other tracks.
1: Well, it'll have to be the way we came up.
0: I gulped. Should I walk back down? That definitely was not my forte, walking down slopes. Would I get back into the Land Rover and risk the danger again of falling into the deep lake?
1: Are you getting in?
0: asked Alec, already in the driver's seat. I chose to join him for the risky ride.
1: Pray hard,
0: Alec said as he looked directly into my eyes, switched on the engine, put it into gear and released the handbrake. He manoeuvred the awkward machine backwards and forwards, shunting it around to face the way we came, like turning on a saucer. Ready? I nodded and gripped the edge of my seat. Let's go. He skilfully negotiated the sloping dirt track as quickly and carefully as he could. I held my breath and intensified my grip, which as we all know keeps everything from falling, like when you're flying in a plane. Alec safely and thankfully reached the point at which the track levelled out, and within a few minutes we were parked alongside the other Land Rover. So, how was the view? asked Martine.
1: Amazing,
0: replied Alec, giving me the eye. We both realised that our escapade had totally stolen the limelight, and we'd only given, the view to die for, a fleeting glance. For supper, I prepared chicken curry and rice, decorated with sultanas, diced onions, tomatoes and apples, followed by peach mousse and walnuts with a mug of coffee. As we were washing and drying the dishes, a minibus drew up containing four men, one of whom was a policeman. No good campier, you must come to hotel, said a man with a gruff voice. Really? But it's such a peaceful place to be, Jean-Luc responded. Yes, but crazy man's here, and Frenchmen missing. Already this month, three people dead. Sounds like a good idea to me to go to the hotel, I offered, looking towards Martine, who nodded a, yes, please.
1: Sure, why not? They might have some cold drinks there too,
0: Alex said, and Jean-Luc unanimously agreed. We duly followed the minibus in the dark along the dirt track for the short distance to the hotel area parked nearby and settled for the night. Mia, what a great place to spend the day. In the morning, after a treasured lie-in until seven, we had breakfast, then began the chores. Alec and Jean-Luc fitted a new cylinder head gasket to Jean-Luc's vehicle, whilst Martine and I did laundry. I took our dirty clothes, a bar of soap and a plastic bowl across to the fallage, where the water flowed along a man-made, open, narrow channel from the nearby lake to provide running water for the locals. It beat pulling water from a well, I thought, as I scooped the fresh, clean water into my bowl. Martine and I were joined by a couple of other travellers washing their smalls and discovered that the word was out. The two French tourists had turned up, alive and well. Ah, that's a relief, I sighed. C'est vrai, Martine agreed. "'Well, look who's over there!' I exclaimed as I looked up from scrubbing the dirty collar on Alec's shirt. A cream, short-wheel-based Land Rover had driven into the camping area. "'Why, it's Simon and Rose!' Martine observed and smiled. Cattle on, we all took a break to chat over a cuppa, "'as we caught up on all that had happened since Simon and Rose left us. "'They had driven on the southern route all the way to Kandahar,' then northeastwards to Kabul, where the fractured brake drum of their vehicle was replaced. Afterwards, they drove west along the central route to arrive at Amir. It was an enjoyable day out in the warm, fresh air, having the occasional interaction with the other travellers. Alex's face lit up when I handed him a mug of tea plus a mini apple pie that I had discovered and bought from the grass hut shop over yonder. That evening Jean-Luc and Martin invited us out to dinner to show their appreciation for Alex's help with their Land Rover, plus to celebrate my birthday in style. We removed our shoes before entering the local Mud Hut restaurant, then sat cross-legged on the firm cushions placed on the floor. The walls and ceiling were clad in a deep aubergine cotton fabric, which was softly lit up by the light of the paraffin lamps green-leafed plants set in large terracotta pots stood in the corners of the room. We enjoyed eating the delicious parlor, which was fried rice with sultanas, carrots and chunks of very tasty meat. This was followed by chai, a spicy milky tea flavoured with crushed cardamoms. What a pleasant way to end the day. Total distance driven 25,000 four hundred and sixty-four miles. You've been listening to a reading from Strangers Like Angels with a Devil or Two to Boot by Alec and Jan Foreman presented by ExploreMore. ExploreMore is an adventure lifestyle brand founded on the 1977 travel stories of Alec and Jan Foreman with a passion to inspire people to explore more of the world, engage with others and embrace global cultures to ensure a greater understanding for each other and enable positive progression. Discover great products and more on exploremore.com. That's e x p l o r e.com.